Welcome to Maranatha Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Femi Fenoyo. We have joined a series that I've been doing on Maranatha YouTube teaching channel titled The Bible. We have joined the series at the beginning of another season, which we have titled The Story of the Whole Bible. We are still on the fourth feature. So, very, very quickly, let's look at all the 10 features again. Number one, our ability to speak. Number two, our ability to write. Number three, our ability to be creative. Number four, our gift of reasoning, which is where we're going to continue today. Number five, our free will capacity to make rational choices. Number six, our ability to choose between right and wrong. Number seven, the fact that we possess conscience. Number eight, the fact that we can experience heartfelt emotion. Number nine, the fact that we have inherent inclination and desire to want to worship. And number 10, the fact that we, human, possess immortal soul. We said that the God that is revealed to us in the pages of the Bible is a God that reasons and a God that has invited us to reason with him. And we said reasoning can be defined as the action of thinking about something in a logical, sensible way that can lead us to make action, to make decision. And that is very, very important. That thinking is about identifying, it's about analyzing, and it's about evaluating so that we can make informed decision. And we said that God is above reason, but is not against reason. And the fact that our Christian faith is reasonable, it is above reason to be sure, but it is not against reason. Those are some of the foundations that we have laid. So today, we are going to move this forward. So previously, we look at the fact that man is creative and we cannot be creative. Humanity cannot be creative without the capacity to reason. Our capacity to reason actually is closely related to our capacity to be creative, our ability to think about something in a logical, sensible way. We start asking ourselves questions, what works? What does not work? If something works, why does it work? If it doesn't work, why does it not work? What is the goal? How do we get there? Okay. And if if there is a problem in getting to the goal, what can we do to help us in the process? What is the problem? What is the solution? And these are the process of reasoning. And these are the process that allow us to be creative. Okay. These are in turn associated with other characteristics that we have talked about, our ability to speak, our ability to read, and our ability to write. And all these work together and help us in fulfilling the purpose and the will of God. And this is important because there is a lot of propaganda and brainwashing going on in our world today. There's a strong move in the world today. Unfortunately, this is spilling over in the church where there's a strong move to stop people from doing wholesome, critical thinking. I'm not talking about rebellious thinking. There's a strong move today in the political arena. There's a strong move today, unfortunately, even in the religious arena where people are being stopped from having wholesome critical thinking. I mean, look at the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ never stopped people from asking questions. Honest, critical questions. What is against is rebellious question, okay? But unfortunately, we are being stopped from doing deductive reasoning, inductive reasoning, analogical reasoning, critical reasoning, moral reasoning. It's now in most places, you know, it's, it's politically incorrect now for you to challenge the, you know, 
the status quo, for you to be able to use critical thinking, we are now being we are now being censored from free thinking, from free speech. He's being suppressed and criminalized, oftentimes under the guise of social justice, so-called. We are now being asked to just take what we are being told, hook, line, and sinker, without thinking, without thinking about it. Fear has been deployed to shut down wholesome thinking. But that is not the way it was in the beginning. When God created man, God created us with the ability to reason. Our God is a reasoning God. And our God is a God that has invited us to reason. The thinking of the masses is being influenced, unfortunately, in our days and conditioned by rogue government and their propaganda machine all over the world. We are now being told what to think and what not to think. And if we dare think outside the box, we are being slapped with fear. We've been slapped with, you know, with, you know, threat of being thrown into jail or being slapped with all sorts of, you know, retribution. And we have all these big social media platform and their algorithm that are suppressing critical thinking that are also suppressing, you know, critical questioning. And unfortunately, in the church today, we have woke and postmodern Christianity that is creeping in the church that is stopping people from thinking. We have these progressive and emerging churches that are bringing woke Christianity into the church. And we have a situation where all this actually is stopping us from being as creative as God wanted us to, to be. So we need to teach recovery of wholesome biblical reasoning. We have to teach it. We have to bring it back. Unfortunately, it will come with a cost, but it promises freedom and deliverance. It comes with a cost. Look at David. When David went to fight Goliath, it came with a cause. His brother wanted to shut him down. Even the king wanted to shut him down. But David employed reasoning. He said, look, this is what God did for me on the backside of the wilderness. You know, the lion came, the bear came. This is what God did for me. And he was applying deductive, critical thinking. I said, if God did that for me, he would do it again. Who is this, you know, uncircumcised listening? that is challenging the army of the Lord. David did not allow his brother and the people around him that are shouting him down, that are ridiculing him. He didn't allow that to shut him down. What about Joseph in Egypt? Okay, before Joseph went to Egypt, his brother wanted to shut him down by telling him, even, even his parents also, why are you dreaming this dream? And the brother took a step forward. They threw him into the pit and they sold him. They wanted to shut him down. But Joseph did not stop thinking. Joseph did not stop reasoning. What about Daniel and his three friends in Babylon? The system wanted to shut them down. And they were being offered an alternative. They were being offered the king's food. Then they were offered the king's image. But they said, no, we are not going to eat the king's food and we are not going to bow down to the king's image. Because the truth is, if you eat the king's food, if you are influenced by the king's way of thinking, if you are influenced by the king's way of, of thinking, then you will bow to the king's image. But these children said, no, we will not compromise. We will not compromise. We, we have our way of thinking. We have our way of reasoning. And therefore, our thinking, our reasoning affect the way we act. And ultimately, God used them as a light 
in the midst of that crooked and perverse generation. But it was costly for them to be thinking the thought of God after him. But that is what God has called us to be. This, this is who God has called us to be, to think is taught after him. Okay, to think is taught after him. If we compromise and we allow the world around us to you know, to mold us, to shape us into his own mold, to force us into his own mold, to intimidate us into his own mold, then we are going to miss the purpose and the will and the power of God. So it is very, very important for us as a church for us to recover wholesome biblical reasoning. So let us read the Bible and see what the Bible says about the need for wholesome and biblical reasoning, the need for us to recover this type of reasoning and how it can be done. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 7, just the first part, the Bible says, as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. I mean, obviously this is an application to something else, but we can employ it, we can apply it to our discussion. The Bible says that as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. Our thinking actually you know, determine who we are. The Bible says that, you know, a, a good tree cannot produce bad, bad fruit and a bad tree cannot produce good fruit. Our thinking is very important. If we allow the world around us, if we allow the social media, if we allow the government's propaganda to brainwash us and to affect and to direct our thinking, then that is who we are going to be. Okay, we are not going to be bigger. We are not going to be better than our level of thinking. We need to allow the word of God to actually cleanse our heart. We need, like we read in that Romans or we quoted in that Romans, we need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind by the word of God, the washing of the water, water of the word of God. We must not allow all this political propaganda to determine and to decide the way we live our life or sometimes even the way we worship our God. Romans chapter 12 verse 2 in the King James Version then in CEV Version. King James and be not conformed to this world, which is where we just quoted, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, the CEV EV fashion says, don't be like the people of this world. Let God change the way you think. Then you will know how to do everything that is good and pleasing unto him. If we think wrong, we will know wrong. But if we think right, if we allow the Holy Spirit to use the scripture to affect our thinking, to inform our thinking, then we will know how to do everything that is good and that is pleasing unto the Lord. Let us read Ephesians chapter 4 and we are going to read verses 11 to 15. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro. This is the point. We must not allow ourselves to be tossed to and fro, to be intimidated and to be tossed to and fro by all these propaganda and carry about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in which to be deceived. But speaking the truth in love, we may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. And this is the way we can recover our godly, critical, wholesome, you know, thinking 
by speaking the truth in love, by walking in the truth, by increasing in the truth. The Lord Jesus said, if you abide in my word, then are you my disciples in this, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. He says, speaking the truth in love, we may grow up into him in all things, in the way we think, in the way we feel, in the way we talk, in the way we act, as we allow the truth of the word of God to inform our thought and to affect our life, it will affect every area of our life and we'll be growing up into Christ in all things. Now, we are going to read just that one part of that in the Amplified. Let's read verse 14. In the Amplifier, he said, so that we are no longer children, spiritually immature, tossed back and forth like sheep on a stormy sea and carried about by every wind of shifting doctrine, by the cunning and trickery of unscrupulous men, by the deceit scheming of people ready to do anything for personal profit. Wow, that is a clear description of the world in which we live now. These people, they will look at you in the face and they will lie. Propaganda that is being pushed by government, that is being pushed by mainstream media, that is being pushed by social media of this world, using all their algorithms and using all their, you know, outlets, all their power to actually uh, brainwash people and push propaganda for personal profit. They, they, they. They, they try to lie and say they are doing this for the masses. But the truth is that a whole lot of these people, they are unscrupulous, they are deceitful, and they, are, they will do anything for personal profit. We are living in a stormy sea. We are like sheep today, sheep today on a stormy sea. And the way we can be stabilized, our anchor consists in knowing the truth so that we are no longer children, spiritually immature, our anchor is to grow to maturity about with the truth. And the way to do that is to continue in his word. If you continue in my word, I quote it again, then are you my disciple indeed, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Praise the Lord. And this is the reason, this is the this is the reason why you and I and we as a church need to recover wholesome reasoning. Unfortunately, we have many churches today that even shut people down from asking questions. Remember, we are not talking about rebellious spirit. We are not talking about critical spirit. No, that's not what we are talking about here. We are talking about wholesome, biblical, healthy reasoning, which invariably will involve asking questions, getting answers, critical thinking, deductive thinking, moral thinking. These are the way we will grow. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, animal possess measure of understanding. And in some cases, they can be trained even to respond to commands and to science. However, the intelligence of animal is nothing like, is nothing near that of humankind. Animals cannot reason and communicate ideas with others so as to have true mental communion. While we share perceptual thought with animal, conceptual thought is exclusive to human. Can animal think? Are animals intelligent? The answer is yes. Animal can think. Yes. Animals have a level 
of intelligence. But do animals possess the same kind of intelligence as human? Can they think conceptually like human? The answer to that is no. One of the most obvious differences between human and animal in their capacity of reasoning is that animals do not possess the ability to know and to love God. Because we can reason, because we can think, because we can communicate, we have the capacity and we have the ability to know and to love God. And we are going to come back to that as we go ahead down these features that we are looking at. Animals cannot look at heaven and understand them as God's handiwork, but we can. Psalm 19 verse 1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showed forth his handiwork. We as humans, we can look into the sky, and through deductive thinking, reasoning, we can tell ourselves, you know what? This could not have come by Big Bang. This could not have just appeared, but science so-called wants us to believe, wants us to drop our reasoning and just believe that this thing just came out of nothing. But animals cannot do that, but we humans can do that. Unfortunately, many today want us to go back and be like animals, but we refuse that in the name of Jesus. Animals cannot perceive that there is a God based on what is made. Animals cannot look at the world around them and make a deductive reasoning or make a conceptual thinking. They cannot do that. Romans chapter 1 verse 20 says, For the invisible things of God from creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal powers and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Also, animals cannot understand God's written revelation, obviously, because they cannot read, because they cannot write, and also because they cannot reason. For this reason, animals are neither righteous nor are they sinful because they cannot reason. Okay, the type of reasoning you have, they have is perceptual. Reason, therefore, plays a critical role in humans' rule over God's creation and in its unique relationship with God. Our reasoning plays a critical role. And that is the reason why the devil is perverting it and wants to pervert it. He knows that our reasoning is very important. If he can control our thought, if he can control our reasoning, even today, and you know, a lot of these people, they are trying to control the thinking of the youth. You know, we are living in a world of postmodernism today, but we are reaping the fruit of the seed that has been sown in our university years and years and years ago. When ideologies, evil, wicked ideology, when wrong ideology, political ideology, economic ideology has been sown in the heart of young people while they were in the university. Now, these young people 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, that has been brainwashed by these evil, wicked, unholy ideologies, they are now the people in the government. They are now the presidents. They are now the prime ministers of countries. They are now holding, you know, places of authority. No wonder, no wonder the world is in chaos today because the seed of the wrong reasoning has been sown. They have been brainwashed. They, they, they've been, their thinking has been subverted. They've been subverted so that even now when you show them the truth, it doesn't make any difference because their thinking has been subverted and they cannot say the truth. They have been blinded. 
And this is why we as the church, we cannot, we have to be the light of the world. The Bible says we are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. We cannot afford our thinking to be influenced by what is going on in the church today. And it's so painful that many, 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 many in the church today had been influenced because some of these people have been influenced in the type of theological school that they, they went to. You know, we did talk about some of these things in the past. We've given example about people that had the hand of God upon their life, but they were influenced by ideologies in theological school that they went to. We have all this ideology infiltrating theological school today and people are beginning to change and people are beginning to question you know doctrines essential doctrines of christ but thank god because god has his own men and women in these places that are helping us to think and this is why you and i we have to be very careful where we go to eat, the type of books we read, the type of people we listen to, not people that are teaching the ideology of the world for doctrine. We have to listen to people that still believe in the authority, sola scriptura, people that believe that the Bible is the final authority, not a set of, you know, postmodern ideology or you know spiritual leaders so-called that have been influenced that has been affected that whose thinking has been subverted by the thought of this world by the thinking of this world by the god of this world and this is why it is important for us to seek the truth to seek the truth to seek wisdom the wisdom that is from above not the wisdom of this world i believe that there are Things in our life, as you listen to this area, there are changes that God wants us to make. And I'm trusting God that God will give you and I the wisdom to be able to make those changes. You know, the things that, where, where you get your news from, where you, the type of people you listen to, please, as the Holy Spirit, not me, as the Holy Spirit put his finger upon a couple of those places in our life, let's make changes. And if you are listening to me, don't live a lie. Don't live the lie that says that when we die, everything just disappears. Cessation, they call it. That road will lead to hell. God doesn't want you to perish. The Bible says that it's given unto man to die once, unto woman to die once, and after that judgment. This is the time you can you can come to Jesus and receive salvation. Just come. Yes, if you have question, if you have question, ask. Ask question. There are answers. There are answers, honest question. Ask and we'll, the Lord will get you the answer. Even if nobody seems to be there, tell God and ask your question honestly and God will send you the answers. Give your life to Christ today. Come to him. Ask him to be your Lord. Admit that you are a sinner, you cannot help yourself, that you've been deceived, but you don't want to walk that path again. Maybe you are in one religion, or another, maybe you've been influenced by one ideology or another, just uh, confess those things to him and ask him to save you. We will become your Lord in this life and you will spend eternity with him in the new heaven and the new earth. We sincerely invite you to check out our teachings on YouTube Maranatha Teaching Channel. They will bless you. Thank you.